Good evening to all that are listening. Uh, welcome to the debut episode of Storytime. Not clickbait. I am James Thompson. Who are you people? What was the ASMR? Yeah, well, I was not expecting that. Okay, hi, I'm Abby Griffith. Um, I'm a co-host of this show. Oh, okay. <laughs> Obviously. Okay, uh, I'm Allie Juiced. I'm also a co-host of this show. And I guess today we're gonna... Okay, so basically the, the... Let's read some stories. Yeah. <laughs> basically the gist of this show is we are getting... Okay, so users submit stories and we read them. We talk about them. React to them. React to them like true YouTubers. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if we do time. this long enough, do you think David Dobrik will give us a Tesla? Um, because that's the mm, end goal, I think. Of yeah. Anything I do. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like, get that YouTube superstar. Should, should we start with the first story? All right. All Introduce right. yourself. Tell us. Tell the audience. All right. Um, so I guess should I go first? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right, so since this is the first episode, we don't have any stories yet. So we're going to present them ourselves, stories from our own lives. And before I start mine, just a reminder that you are listening to WECB, uh, the underground sound of Emerson College. All right, let's get started. All right, I feel to introduce myself, I'll have to introduce someone else. James M. Thompson Jr., my grandfather. He was the hairiest man I'd ever seen, with a prophet's white hair and beard, and a skin that seemed to be made of, out of sunburns Wait, so and scars. I'm sorry, one second. I don't mean to interrupt, but if he, if your grandfather was James M. Thompson Jr., what number are you? I'm the fourth. Oh are you actually God. the fourth? No, Dude. Yeah, I'm actually oh my the fourth. God. I didn't know that. Oh, that's special. That's okay, yeah. you're, you're, just, you're James the fourth from now on, okay? I'm James the fourth, okay. Uh, the fourth one. Yes. Uh, of course, uh... If he hadn't died two years ago, I'd definitely try to have him on as an interview guest, oh, possibly for him to tell multiple stories of his own, because the man had tons. Let me tell you a little bit about Grandpa Jim. He'd grown up on a U.S. naval base in Japan, had a kid when he was 20, became a freelance photographer, and went on adventure after adventure with his six wives and five children over the course of the many years six. of his life. This is a King wow. Henry type situation. Yeah. yeah. He's been everywhere. From Florida to Alaska to London to Utah to Tahiti to Paris to, to New <laughs> Caledonia, taking his family to the corners of the world. If you've been to a gift shop in the, uh, at the Grand Canyon, you've seen his posters. Wow. Not joking, by the way. Uh, if you go to the to a gift shop in the Grand Canyon, you are likely to actually see some of his posters. Next time you're there, look out for something... Uh, uh, made by James Thompson. Oh, okay. Bold of you to assume I've left the East Coast. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Alright, so for most of my life he operated out of a small town in Arizona with one of his four sons and his only daughter, who, as it happens, is actually younger than I am. Mm. Uh, oh. Oh. Yeah. oh. Yeah. Wait, how, by how much? Uh, two years. Okay, okay, that's not bad. Yeah. Her name's Lainey. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so fast forward to 2017. We hadn't seen my grandfather in a couple of years, and he was very eager to go on a trip to us to uh, on a trip with us to Glacier National Park in Montana, and then to the Canadian Rockies. He actually said that he had a 1985 Ford Econoline van, almost identical to the one he had driven back in the 1980s. 
This van looked so much like it had fallen through a time warp from the 80s, taking some damage along the way, that while we were in Montana, two completely different guys with thinning mullets, mustaches, and not enough teeth pulled up alongside us, pumped their fists in the air, and yelled, Awesome van! <laughs> I love that. Yeah. This, this sounds like something out of Wayne's world. <laughs> no, but it was real. It was real. Right, okay. Well, bold of us to assume Wayne's world isn't real. We, we all know it was a documentary. <laughs> how... how- how do thinning mullets work? Yeah, like, where is where is it thinning? I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> they, they have, like, a bald spot in their mullet. Yeah, like, is the bald spot up top, or is the mullet thinning so it no longer becomes a mullet? Sure, why not? Okay. Anyways. All right. So, um, from the inside, it was maybe a little less awesome. I was amazed that, any, but that uh, somebody could have kept a four-wheel drive van running since the mid-80s, but after our third breakdown, it was clear that the answer was they hadn't. Mm. However, when we tried to go over the Going to the Sun Highway, we did not know this yet. Now, uh, if you're wondering, the Going to the Sun Highway is a long, narrow, winding road that goes up a mountain and glacier, leading to one of my favorite places in the world, Logan Pass. Uh... However, the highway is on a steep incline, and the old van, which hadn't been used for roads that's that steep in years, gave out. Having a breakdown on the Going to the Sun Highway is like having a breakdown on the Autobahn, except with worse cell service. When the van broke, it left us on a tiny strip of asphalt on the side of the road, with no cell service and nowhere to go. We stayed there for hours, until eventually we managed to flag down a tour bus, who contacted a ranger who tried to help us jumpstart the van. It didn't work, so she contacted a tow tow truck driver who operated just outside of Columbia Falls, one of the closest towns to Glacier. The driver who came to pick us up, Bruce, had the look and body language of a pile of old clothes. Uh, He had a shaggy brown mustache, and he wore a dull green flannel. He looked like a lumberjack you see in clip art with a dose of Asperger's mixed in. As he towed our car back to Kalispell, Montana... Uh, we started talking about all sorts of topics. However, talk long enough and you eventually reach politics. Uh-oh. uh It turned Ooh. out that Bruce was a devout Marxist. Oh. He hated Donald Trump and loved Bernie Sanders. Oh, what a twist. I like that. Yeah. Uh, and even though we lived in rural Montana, he wasn't afraid to tell this to strangers. However, Grandpa Jim, a leftist himself, somehow managed to get into a running two-day argument with him about politics. I feel like Montana doesn't exist. Yeah. Like, I've never seen a license plate from there. I've never been there. The only thing that mentions, like, Montana in a mainstream sense is Hannah Montana. I mean, like, as as someone who's actually been to Montana, I can confirm it does not exist. (laughs) Is is it, like, 90% horses? Uh... Like planes, I think it's planes. I feel like it's planes, but it's also like kind of close to like Canada because it's like right up there on top. I'm actually about to get to that, but um, (laughs) but uh, but yeah, like the eastern sections of Montana are basically all boring flat plains. Mm. No offense to any Montana listeners, uh, Miley Cyrus is gonna come for you. Oh, yeah, but um, um. on the what, but like the west parts of Montana are more mountain ish, like. Like, that's where Glacier is, for example. Mm, okay. And, yeah, it's of course. story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lock two leftists in a tow truck and only one will emerge. Mm. Uh, I know from experience. Anyway, uh, two days and $750 later, uh, Bruce announced that he had the van more or less fixed. Also, that he'd be happy to sell us a better one. We failed to take the hint, and we somehow managed to get over Logan Pass. 
past few days had been rough, so we decided to stop by a hotel in East Glacier. Beyond East Glacier is the Blackfeet Reservation, and beyond that is nothing, and beyond that is Canada. Uh, in spite of everything, we were surprised when the van didn't work the next morning. The battery cables kept coming loose, and even though Bruce had advised against this, Grandpa Jim decided to fix them by pounding them into place with a rock. This, may, this makes it sound like he lost his temper, but honestly, that's unfair to him. In fact, this is the way I always saw him do it. Uh, fortunately, a very nice Canadian outlaw biker came along and helped us figure out what was wrong with the van. So many fun characters. Canadians are yeah. so nice. It's like, why did they even bother interacting with Americans? Yeah. Yeah, he looked like an alcoholic Santa Claus with red blotches and burst veins covering his nose and that cheeks. That sounds about right. And a merry twinkle in his eye. Mm, love it. Yeah. Santa's on vacation. Yeah. Santa's on vacation, and he's going through a phase. <laughs> going through a phase. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it seemed the rear left brake cylinder had gone bad, and this left us with an interesting decision to make. We could look for the rear left brake cylinder for a 1985 Ford Econoline van in a town with about 150 residents. We could try to go back over Logan Pass with no brakes, we could have Bruce tow us 120 miles over Logan Pass again, or we could push on with bad brakes and hope for the best. Although, it turns out that if you desperately need the rear-left brake cylinder for a 1985 Ford Econoline van, you should visit a Native American reservation. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, not joking. They're uh, so helpful. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Like, um... Uh, Once again, Americans don't deserve it. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, oh... Where is it? Yeah. So we got the van slowed down enough by the time we came into Browning. Uh, Browning's, a, like, one of the main towns in the Blackfeet Reservation. I think, like, yeah. That it was almost safe. Uh, my dad and I had walked into the auto parts store, and my dad asked, Hey, uh, you're not going to believe this, but we need a rear-left brake cylinder for a 1985 Ford Econoline van. How long do you think it would take to get that part? And the tall, nerdy Native American teenager behind the counter typed some things into his computer and told my dad, uh, hey, hey, come around the counter. So, we came around the counter, he pointed to the computer, and said, we've got it in stock! <laughs> they, they'd so been waiting for that moment. Yeah. They were just waiting for somebody to come in and ask for that. Yeah, come That's in and ways. ask for uh, a rear-left brake yeah. cylinder for a 1985 Ford, Ford Econoline. Econoline. Not a right okay. brake cylinder. Oh, left, left brake. Very important. Important distinction. Okay. Uh, how many years it had sat there on the shelf, I do not know, but its moment of destiny had arrived. After that, we decided we were going to slip into Canada through Chief Mountain, which is the most deserted Canadian border crossing in Montana, possibly on the whole border. Grandpa Jim figured that the line would be the shortest and the border guards would be less likely to ask awkward questions about the van's roadworthiness. We drove through country so empty and desolate that it felt like we were the first people to ever travel that road, but we weren't. The Montana State Troopers were loading the outlaw biker from earlier's motorcycle onto a tow truck. Uh, honestly, I hope he got away, although maybe I'd feel differently if I'd known what he'd done. Uh, Grandpa Jim wasn't kidding about the line, though. At the Chief Mountain Port of Entry, there was just a single customs officer in a shack. Mm. A grumpy gent, he looked like he divided his free time between bl between playing in a bad cover band, lifting weights, and trimming his mustache. Why Grandpa Jim decided to tease him, I will go to my grave without knowing. <laughs> uh, 
Have you ever been denied entry to Canada? The guard said, sounding as though he was flexing his powerful jaw muscles. <laughs> Gee, I don't know, Grandpa Jim replied. I think they probably always let me in, against their better judgment. The jaw muscles flexed harder. However, the border guard confessed that his computer was not working, so there was little he could do to prevent us from entering. Thanks, my dad exclaimed. You've been great. Yeah, place your going's on fire right now, eh? He responded. And that customs officer ain't no snitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and with that cheerful welcome, we were in Canada. And off we went, brave disastronauts, explorers of the outer <laughs> boundaries of the disasterverse, leaving broken van parts on the road behind us. Of course, this wasn't our only vacation with Grandpa Jim. We've had tons, all just as chaotic and, and insane as this one. Was this Grandpa one... Jim. Sorry, what? Grandpa Jim, he sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> the leaving the van parts all over the ground reminds me of another story that I have that <laughs> I should probably save for another time, but it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll save that for a future episode. For now, we will complete. Yeah, we've had, we've had tons of adventures with the guy. Uh, all just as chaotic and insane as this one. Was this one the worst? No. None of them were the worst. They were all the best. And I only wish there were a next one. Actually, I kind of wish that a lot. Rest in peace, Jim Thompson. 1947 to 2019. Rest in peace. Rip. Rip. He sounds like a great man. Yeah. I mean, like... It would be so cool if you were still alive because, like... He's genuinely a really cool guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly really miss him. I like, wish I had a relative that would do crazy stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's probably... Well, he was probably one of my most eccentric relatives, yeah. to be honest. Oh, that's fun. My dad's dad. Mm. Cool guy. We love him. I think, I think, like, I'm the eccentric relative out of my family. Guys, <laughs> yeah, so you will take your family to trips to Montana. I think that's I'm never going to Montana. <laughs> no offense to people from Montana, but, like, I, I don't think I'll ever find myself there. Mm, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, he had a fun adventure. Who knows? Might be exciting. <laughs> I mean, right. like, Montana? It's a good place. Yeah. I like it. Also, it doesn't exist. <laughs> like Central Jersey. Yeah. All and... the Jersey people are going to come at me for that. Yeah. Central Jersey but I can exist. say that. I live there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, not in Central, in North, but still, I live in the state. Okay. It counts. It and counts. A, and as someone who's been to Canada more than once... I've been to Canada once in my life. I, I've been to Canada more than once, actually on that trip, although that's, um... Wait, did you go into Canada, out of Canada, and back into Canada? No, no, oh, like, exactly. right, right at the end. I, I, okay. It, the story you got, yeah, that's, that's how it ended. He, he got okay. to Canada. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. We, we got into Canada, and uh, a few years later, I went back to Canada... Because I uh, I went to see an online friend of mine. Her name was oh, Lynn. That's fun. Although that's that's a story for another time. Because <laughs> it actually kind of gets into pretty depressing territory. Oh, oh, yeah. Canada's such a weird place. I mean, they make maple syrup on the snow, which oh, it tastes I, good, but like based like, Canada, you, it sounds good. If but... I've had it before, like because when we went on a school trip there, uh, that was when things yeah. they had us make maple <laughs> syrup on the snow. A fun Canadian <laughs> delicacy. It tasted good though. It's just straight syrup on snow? Yeah. It hits different. Mm. It's on, like, a popsicle stick, like, you put right, it on, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you rub it, and then, yeah. That's fine. Should I tell my story next? All yes. right. I and feel like the clown story should be the finale. Yeah, yeah the clown. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just a reminder, you are listening to WECB, the underground sound of Emerson College. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And now for, um, now for Abby's story. Yes, okay. Story number two. Yes, that is me. I am Abby. Um, okay, I'm a... Nice to meet you, Abby. Yeah, nice to meet you guys, too. <laughs> this no. is a, this is her first time ever meeting you. <laughs> I, I've never met her before. I have no idea who she uh, is. I just kind of walked in. Anyways, um, right. I'm a theater and performance major, so theater's like my main personality trait. If you've ever met a theater kid, I am... I am a theater kid, so good start. That's uh, that's where my story is gonna. That my story is theater related. <laughs> oh boy. So let me let me set the scene for you. As someone who worked in stage crew, I am scared. Oh. I was AV man. The amount of stuff that <laughs> I, I went through. I went to through. techies. Yes. Hey, carpentry gang. Carpentry. <laughs> I Best crew. did not do carpentry. I was lighting, and all the That's productions great. would have failed without me. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Techies deserve respect. Mad respect for them. Um, so yeah, let me set the scene. I am. It's the closing night of my school's one act festival. I'm junior year, so fun stuff happening. Um, yeah, junior year, one act festival. Uh, black box theater kind of vibe you get like high school theater like the whole thing and the whole shebang and so for this play I played like a crazy nurse uh, dentist like nurse lady with my friend um, and we had to tie up this guy my friend Carter in a chair with a belt and so we had a big belt that we tie around and that's how he was like stuck in the thing and so you know my, my scene partner is doing her thing. She takes the belt. It is incredibly short. It is the wrong belt. It's like, I shouldn't like visualize it because no one's going to be knowing. Like, <laughs> Nobody can see it. She's holding her hands out really <laughs> wide right now. Yeah, but it's like short. It's a short belt. It's not the one that's usually used. And so, you know, she puts it around and it immediately falls off, which is like kind of defeats the purpose because the whole purpose of having the belt around him is that he's stuck in the chair and can't get up. So, you know, the belt's just falling off, and she's like, oh, uh-oh, that's, that's not supposed to happen. So we're trying our best to just, like, pretend like it's sitting in there, but it just keeps falling off. So she takes, like, a roll of duct tape and just, like, roll, wraps it around him, hoping that that gets the, the thing across, and the audience is just dying laughing because this is not supposed to be happening. <laughs> we have no idea what's happening. We're all, like out of sorts I go backstage we couldn't find the roll of duct tape at first and my scene partner's like uh, let's see go get go get the tape I don't know <laughs> that that was the voice of her character you couldn't tell um so I go backstage and I'm like I don't know what's happening the bell it's the wrong bell I don't what am I supposed to do so I come back on stage with the tape I'm like here you go I guess and then the tape is falling off the belt's falling off we're just like there's this one lady in the audience whose laugh is so loud. It's like, it's really all that's keeping us going because she's just having so much fun with it. While we're both like freaking out because this is the closing night and we're doing everything wrong. But yeah, eventually we just wrapped the tape around, called it a day, and the second the show ended, we go off stage and just fall. Because we're like, how, how did that happen? How did the wrong belt, who decided to switch it up and put their belt instead of the actual prop belt. Anyways, that's my one qualm with Techies there, that moment there. But yeah, <laughs> that was um, definitely one of the most chaotic moments of my high school theater career. <laughs> yeah, good good times. Everyone laughed. It was, 
it's funny now, but at the time, we were very stressed out about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That yeah. reminds me. Uh, later on, um, later on, I'm hoping that I'm going to tell my stories with WJ Stage. Uh, oh, yeah. which is short for Walter Johnson stage. Mm-hmm. For any of my friends listening at home in Maryland, <laughs> you probably he's know He's really Walt- plugging himself yeah, right he's, now. He's, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. To all my, to my California <laughs> <Yeah>. gang. <laughs> Shout out to New Jersey. Yeah, how we doing? <laughs> Yo, anyone, anyone ever heard of this state called Maryland? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. My cousin goes there. She went West there West Coast, West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but yeah, that reminds me of like all all the stories that I need to tell about about my stage experiences. Mm-hmm. If, if any people from WJ Stage are listening right now, <laughs> please. Yeah, that you know there are a lot of stories <laughs> I'm gonna have to tell. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say them all. I I swear. I swear, I will say them all. Oh, fair enough. Okay, Allie. Are you ready okay. to tell your story? This one's... I guess. I guess. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be laughing throughout this whole thing. You can't. And just re- straight face. Just. I, I can't do that because just... Reme- what? <laughs> so I'm a shark balloon. There is a shark balloon outside of the window right now. Um... Anyways, continue. Wait, wait. I, <laughs> I just, didn't even I just, start yet. Before you start, I just want to say you are listening to WECB, the underground sound of Emerson College. We got to keep plugging ourselves in case you guys forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. call signs and all that. <laughs> okay, so let me set the scene. Halloween, 2K16, clown epidemic. Mm. That's all I got to say for that. Mm. Okay, so I had to write this down so you guys could get the full experience of the horror that was my trick-or-treating experience of 2016. So, Halloween 2016, I went trick-or-treating with my good friend Grace. We met up at some point in the night with some of our other friends, Nicole, Jada, and Lily. Now, Grace lived on the other side of town from me, so I didn't end up going my usual route that night. It was really nice out, the air was crisp and clean, and there were leaves crunching on the ground beneath us. The group of us wandered the streets, hitting one house after another. At certain points, the population was booming, with at least three groups of kids at each house at a time. Everything was going well, and we kept getting candy well into the night. At about 10 p.m., we made our way to a corner. (coughs) I'm coughing. I swear I don't have COVID. (laughs) Okay. Where was I? Okay. To the right of us was a park, one we knew well during the day. But that night, the park was pitch black. All that illuminated the street we were on was three street lamps, one of which was flickering between hues of bright yellow and dark orange. And although this may sound cliche, we could hear the squeak of the swings in the park because of the wind that night. With unease, Grace and I decided to err on the side of caution and walk close to the street lamps. It seemed a whole lot safer than wandering in the shadows near a deserted park. The others joked about us being scared and walked into the darkness. We couldn't see a thing, not even their silhouettes once they walked under the trees that hung over the street. Grace and I quickened our pace as we ourselves approached the end of the street lamps and a dark abyss of the unknown. Moments later, we heard three of our friends scream and saw three tall figures lunge at them from the shadows. Those of us that stayed on the light side of the street were caught off guard when I saw some movement in the shadowy patch ahead of us. Instinctively, I shoved Grace out of the way as two more figures went to attack us. Our fight-or-flight instincts kicked in and we started running, each of us pushing whoever was in front of us, shouting, Go! 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 Run! Over and over again. There wasn't enough room on the sidewalk for us to run side by side, so we ended up running in a single file line, hence the pushing. 
Unfortunately, I was the unlucky one forced to the back of the line, as my Halloween costume that year included a metal baseball bat. Oh, lucky yeah. you. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? I was thriving. As we ran, some of my friends attempted to look behind us. We shouted things like, don't look behind you, that's one of the top ten horror rules. <laughs> A bit hypocritical on my part, because right after I glanced over my shoulder to see how much of a jump we had on the strangers, you know, in case I needed to swing my bat, <laughs> at this point, we'd run about three blocks. Three house lights- oh, uh, sorry, I screwed up. Three absolutely empty blocks. The street lamps were on sure, but there was absolutely nobody outside. The house lights were off, and there were absolutely no children or people in general on the street. It seems like a terrible situation to be in, but in the moment we were just thankful that the street was lit up enough to see. Anyway, when I looked behind me, I could see that the five people chasing us were dressed up for the holiday as well. Three of them were dressed as clowns, which makes me roll my eyes now because everyone remembers the clown epidemic. <laughs> and the other two, oh the two that lunged at Grace and I earlier, were dressed as zombies. Looking back, that was kind of fitting because my costume was Negan from The Walking Dead. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> So we all kept running as fast as our 14, nearly 15-year-old legs could take us. At the fifth block, we finally saw someone. A mother and her son were on the porch of one of the houses trick-or-treating. We yelled help to catch her attention as we stumbled up the steps to the porch they were on. The woman must have seen the look of terror on her faces as she ushered us behind her asking, What's wrong? Are you guys okay? We all struggled to catch our breath to explain when we heard one in the stairs creak. Immediately, our heads jerked toward the sound, and there standing at the bottom step was one of the clowns. Every time I get to this part of the story, someone says, Oh, it was probably just a teenager taking part in the clown scare. And every time I have to clarify that it most definitely was not a teenager. Ooh. Standing in the costume in front of us was a man who must have been about 40, oh with a crazed look in his eyes. If you had been there, you would have thought he was an escaped mental patient or one of those workers at a haunted house. The woman began to tell the man off, clutching her small son closer to her body. The clown continued to walk up the steps, and my friend stupidly nudged me forward. I tried to swallow my fear and raised the bat in my hand, ready to swing if I need to. The clown must have gotten the message because he stepped back and made his way back down the hill to the darkness. All of us breathed a sigh of relief and thanked the woman profusely. She offered to call the cops for us, but we told her we would be fine to do it on our own. We bid her goodnight and stalked off further up the block, but not without a great sense of paranoia. Eventually, we made our way to a Dunkin' Donuts, called the cops, and then our parents. We haven't gone trick-or-treating in that area since. <laughs> Yo, that is terrifying. Like, where were you trick-or-treating that these people were just like... <laughs> <laughs> the other like... side of my town. Oh. So, shout-out to Clifton, New Jersey. <laughs> That's it, Im so scary. Imagine if... Imagine if, uh... Imagine if, like, the clown, like, hadn't stepped back if you'd... Use the the really? use the Dude, I it's, it's episode one, and you're talking about the story of how you killed someone. Yeah, no, yeah. I, okay, I wouldn't have been aiming to kill. I, it would have been like injure at least, yeah. just get him away from me. I, I know, I, 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 I'm especially because my friends were literally pushing me forward, yeah. like lining me up for slaughter. It's like, dang, what friends <laughs> they are. I was like, bro, good, come on, good times. Yeah. Good times were had by all. That's so scary, though. That's literally like a oh, yeah. horror movie situation. Like, I remember one Halloween, you know how, like, people on Halloween, they have, like, the chainsaws, but they take the chain off and they pretend, oh my, like... okay. Yeah, that was, like, I remember one guy chased after me and my friends as, like, a joke, and we, like, all scattered and freaked out, and I went to, like, the Wizard of Oz 
themed no. house. I was like, that seems safe. I'm so scared. We have this one house that's uh, on my side of town that's like maybe two blocks away, and it's almost like a tourist trap, honestly. Because uh. it's like this old dentist guy that just puts up these whack Halloween decorations every year and he hires actors to chase oh. people and scare them <gasps> no, with a chainsaw and stuff that. like that. Ugh. Every, but he gives out huge candy bars, so, like, it's kind of worth, worth it, it. Yeah. but I feel bad for the little Gotta kids that get dragged there. And there's no parking on the street. Like, I go to visit my friend who lives literally the street over, mm. and I can never park my car because <laughs> there's just people lining up the block. Cops have to use caution tape. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, I, there isn't really, like, a, uh, haunted house attraction near where I live in, like, Maryland and whatnot. But like, Maryland. It was in Maryland, guys. Did you? Know? <laughs> hey, hey, did you know? I live in Maryland. <laughs> Please, no more ASMR. Okay, sure. <laughs> okay, but yeah. Um, uh, I was gonna say. We do have this sort of park. This this park, uh, Wheaton Re- Wheaton Regional Park. That's its name, and there's this like train, that like goes around like the park, goes through the forest mm-hmm. and whatnot. It's it's a it's a cool thing, and every Halloween they they do sort of like a haunted house thing. They make it like a Halloween train. Yeah, oh that's fun. Yeah, I and like and they like hire bored teenagers to like dress oh, up yeah. as a uh, creepy, scary people. And like later down the line, I actually did that. I, oh yeah, that's fine. I I became one of the bored teenagers. Yeah. I wish somebody would have recruited me as one of the bored teenagers. <laughs> Come I to Maryland. A, yeah. <laughs> No, I'm not that desperate. <laughs> Fair enough. I was in a haunted, um, actually for the show that I, that my story was from, we had like a haunted asylum attached to it. Ooh. Um, so I got to be like a crazy nurse in a haunted asylum. It was so fun. Nice. I would love to be in a haunted house again. In New Jersey, we have a Brighton Asylum that's like pretty. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's up there with the haunted houses that like scare the crap out of people. Yeah. Can uh, I say crap? Yes. Sure, why not? <laughs> I, like, I'm trying to... I, I swear a lot, usually, so I'm really trying to yeah. restrain myself. Fair enough. We, we gotta comply by those FCC regulations. Yes. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but yes, uh, I actually wanted to, to add... Um, uh, I think the first time I went on the Halloween train, there was one of those people with, like, one of the chainsaws. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like... I was in the back of the train, and normally, if you're on the train, what they basically do is, like, jump out behind a bush, um, like, uh, at the at the train, be like, whoa, yeah, yeah. and, and uh, be, be scary. But, like, often, uh, if you're in the back of the train, sometimes these actors will chase after the oh train. Gosh. And like, That's like, be. I, I just don't like people chasing after me. It's like, yeah, dude, not a, not can a you fun mind time. your business? <laughs> Let's not. It's like, what, what happens if somebody's chasing you and you turn around and decide to start chasing them? What would they do? Would you guys just run into each other? Or would they be yeah, freaked out no, and that's... stop and be like, why is this lunatic <laughs> it's, chasing uh, me? You just gotta do what they don't expect. It, it, it cancels sick. out. Yeah. It cancels out. It's like when you bark you. at a cat call. <laughs> Yes, exactly that. Yeah. Ugh. But, um, yeah, uh... That's our show. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think we should explain, like, the premise of our show, basically. Usually, for our next episode, for example, we'll have, like, a yeah. theme. Yeah. What, so, what, what should the theme be? 
I feel like what's next? I feel it's like really we Halloween should or something. We, I, yeah, I, but I feel like we should save Halloween for like the Tuesday the right before Halloween. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. Because Halloween's on like what a Saturday, Friday, Saturday this year. It's on a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. yeah so we'll do it like that too. Okay. Okay. I was originally considering today's theme could be uh, airplane stories because oh, it's yeah. because it's yeah because it's the <laughs> pilot. <laughs> I'm super funny. James is super funny. The guys. pilot has exited the plane. Yes. Yeah. I'd suggest that we do it for the next episode, but then the pun won't work. Yeah, that doesn't so. make sense. Yeah. It'll just be confusing. Yeah. I, we can think of it later. Check the Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. check the Instagram. Or if Submit we, your stories. The if, Instagram is Storytime WECB. Yes. Go follow it and submit your stories. It's a pretty good Instagram page, although I'm a little biased, to be honest, <laughs> considering the fact that, you know, I'm one of the people who made it. It, it's right. kind of empty right now, but we're working on that. It'll be yep. something exciting, very much so. But Definitely. yeah, um, basically, every week we'll just read your stories. And, and react. And react to them. And react. Much like we did tonight to each other's. Yeah, be like, like a, that. Be like a crazy YouTuber. No. It's, it's really laid back, so like, don't worry about sending like typed up formal yeah. Stories, but it just, doesn't have to be James' yeah. level of, of yeah. professional <laughs> yeah. essay. Just no, no profanity. Uh, don't mention like anything that you don't think you should mention. <laughs> for which, for for legal reasons, we cannot say <laughs> what right now. No. Um. Yeah, it's a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, just just don't say anything that would get us an angry email. <laughs> That's, that's basically what we're trying Don't to say. Don't send us anything that we'd have to censor on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. Fun fun stuff. Uh, we can't wait, wait to read your stories. Should we just fill the rest of our time with, with music? All right, yeah. <laughs> I guess this is the end of our show. Uh, How much time do we have left? Uh, actually, like I 20 think... 20 minutes? 20 minutes, so I guess... Oh, we'll... so do, do we have any more stories we want to share? Oh my gosh. I, I can't think of any right now. <laughs> I've, I've got the one that has to do with the parts falling off the vehicle. Oh yeah, let's hear let's hear Allie's story. Well, okay, so it's, to... it's going to start off kind of sad because the context behind it. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, mine did, mine did too. I mean, my grandpa uh, but, Jim is dead. But mine <laughs> is like kind of worse than oh, that. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay, so I had a biology teacher. His name was Mr. Mech. He was really cool, really chill. Everybody loved him. And, uh, let's see. About a year ago, I think it's a year this year, um, he had been, like, diagnosed with cancer or whatever. And, but He didn't tell anybody about that, but he was going through some stuff on his own. Passed away. The students were invited to the funeral. So, my mom picks up my two friends... And takes myself, and she goes down. It's like a driveway, so like maybe an hour away or so to get to the place. So along the way, we keep hearing this scratching noise on the road. And my mom's worried because she thinks something's wrong with the car. But we have to keep going. <laughs> so so we keep driving. Certain parts of the road you don't hear it, but then other parts you do. So we're like, okay, what's going on? Yeah. We <laughs> end up showing up to the funeral and the car is making so much scratching noise on the ground oh like no. We're like, <laughs> oh no yeah we're rolling into the parking lot and you just hear like a huge huge screech noise and we're all laughing on the inside because we're like oh my god everybody's staring at us yeah, as we're going we're in sat at a funeral and you just screech. yeah so 
That was an experience. Thankfully, nobody mentioned it inside the funeral parlor. What, what happened? <laughs> That's, I'm getting to that. Okay. So, after we head over to the closest gas station, because one of the pastors or someone that was in the church had heard it, or my mom had talked to him or something, and was like, yeah, you should go to the gas station nearby and get it checked out. So, we go there, and it gets checked out, and there's this part that's hanging off the car on the bottom. Mind you, this is my brother's car, so my Ooh. mom was extra. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> the guy just rips it off and throws it in a dumpster. Uh, <laughs> my mom's uh, like, you can do that? <laughs> yeah, we were like, can you do that? And my mom was like, uh, don't we need that? That's part of the car. Don't they put this stuff here for a reason? And the guy was like, nah, you don't need it. Oh, so okay. So, Sick. we go home, and <laughs> we don't mention this to my brother, or my dad, oh, oh, right. or anybody. So, it's to this, this day, to this day, my brother still does not know that a, a <laughs> flap of, of metal car. came off the bottom of his car. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, that's hilarious. <laughs> wow. Alright. That's our show. Yeah, I guess. Story time, yeah. Right, that, that's we'll our show. We'll songs. Um, yeah, the, the rest of the episode will just be some music It'll be that our, we picked out. Yes. Our closing song. Play us out, whichever artist we decide to include. <laughs> we're very hungry, so we're going to go get food now. Yes. Thank you yeah. for tuning in. This is, do you want to do the WCV? This, this is, <laughs> Should uh, we say our names again? Yeah. Uh, my name is James Thompson. I'm Abby Griffith. And I'm Allie Juiced, not to be confused with orange juice. <laughs> you just watched, you just listened to Story, story Time, time not, not Clickbait. And that was not in sync at all. <laughs> okay. Have a good one, folks. <laughs>